Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot about my favorite subject, me. Uh, again? Yeah, and I've been thinking about how much of a legend I am and how my name is just going to carry on for generations. God, man, you are a little narcissistic. But, you know, sometimes I, I, for some reason, I get to thinking and I think about you and I feel bad because, like, nobody's going to know your story. Well, does anybody know my story now? I mean, let's be honest. That's a really good point. I think that it would be great if there was somebody who could help capture your story and uh, and present it to your children and their children and kind of give your life lessons out to the world. That actually sounds like a really good idea. I mean, I think that's something we need to talk about. About. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again in the new and improved Nate's room. How's it going, Nate? It's kind of the same. Oh, he's got these wall panels now. It does. It has some soundproofing in here, uh, kind of tacked up. And, uh, it, I mean, it looks professional, so that means you're a professional. Yeah, that's how it works, I think. <laughs> that's definitely how it works. Appearance is 99% of the battle. Mm. Um, you know, we, we teased this in the opening, but I'm really excited today because we have on two very special guests the co-founders of a new business that I think is going to revolutionize things um, and, and really have a solid impact on the world. It's a company called Life Capsule, and we do have with us here today Amy and Angie. How's it going, girls? Pretty good. Hi. It's great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm so happy you guys uh, were able to, to make it on today and, and talk about the, what you guys are doing. Do you would you be willing to give a kind of a general overview about what you guys do? Sure. So, um, as you said, we're Life Capsule Productions, and we're currently based in Seattle, Washington. Um, and what we do is we create interview-style documentaries uh, for elders to capture their stories um, and their wisdom and knowledge in general to pass down throughout generations. Wow. That's that's huge. How did something like that get started? Well, it's a long, convoluted story, but um, <laughs> Amy and I uh, go way, way back to when we were three um, in Maine, where we met, and uh, we've always been super creative kids, always making movies and dances and all these things, and um, and we actually we actually made this really blockbuster hit called Clue. <laughs> called Clue. You know, the, the actual film Clue? Starring well, we Tim redid that. Yes, yes. <laughs> we redid that word for word. But we... <laughs> with, but a, we... <laughs> with a start and stop camcorder. Wait, wait, where is this featured? Because I need to see this now. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. My mom, I keep asking my mom where it is. I know it's going to come out at the wrong time in my life. <laughs> um... <laughs> but uh so we made clue and we were like kids so we couldn't really like whoever was over was the person who would play like mrs white and so my grammy was one of five people who played mrs white throughout the movie and like it was just <laughs> I think very she also played like, five other characters as well <laughs> yes <laughs> um and so yeah we did clue we did all sorts of things and so um, Grammy actually was a huge, huge part of my life and, and Amy's life. So, I mean, every time that 
Amy or Molly or Sam would come over, uh, Amy, you want to do the thing that Grammy would oh, <laughs> say she, to you every she'd single time? Oh, my old Amy, my old Amy, my old Amy. Heavens to Betsy, how's your mother? <laughs> Every single time, word for word. Yeah, she had, she had all these quirks. She was amazing. And um, she was such a big part of my family's life and everyone around her. She just illuminated every room she was in. And she was so wise and funny. She was so funny. And so um, fast forward to like four years ago, I, um, I'm in Seattle now, my family's back in Maine and I realized my Grammy has these incredible stories. She remembers every single thing and has this really remarkable, um, sort of, uh, perspective on life. And it's really centers around love. And it's just, she's, she's a huge part of my life. And so I really wanted to capture that. And so, um, I would always come home like every six months and I would get too busy and I just wouldn't do it. And then, one Christmas, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to set aside at least an hour. I'm just going to film her. It's going to be super homemade. Um, and I did. And just so happens that four months later, um, just randomly, she happened to pass away. And so it was actually a really cool gift to be able to give to our family because she was so important to every single one of us in our family. And so, um, yeah, it's really nice to like look back at that at that video and just hear her speak and see her, see her speak and like tell those stories, those, those memories that were so vivid from when we were kids and um, to be able to pass that down is going to, is really special. And so um, then fast forward three more years and then <laughs> I'm volunteering at a retirement home where um, some of my friends work shout out to the Hearthstone because they're amazing. And that's where this all started. Um, and so my friend Amy, who works there, really facilitated this idea with me. And I was telling her about my Grammys video. And she was like, wait a minute, like this, you should do that here. The people here have such incredible stories. And that's when the light bulb went off. And so, because um, I'm talking to these people, these residents there that just are also remarkable and also have seen the world flip on its head and they remember everything. And um and they're funny too. And so it's just, so then I, we started asking around and um, found these really incredible people that actually did want videos. And we, we just started and told Amy about it. And she instantly was into it and was like, wait a minute, I actually know how to edit. I know about documentary film. Like, <laughs> so she was my coach and guide throughout the whole thing. And then we're now on this journey together. And it's just been a, it's been a whirlwind, but it's, it's so rewarding and doing it with your best friend is it like can't get better than that. So yeah, I couldn't imagine doing this type of thing with anyone else besides Angie. Like she said, with um, our little projects, if that's what you want to call them back, back in the day, it's like, um, I think that was almost like practice um, for us for, for what we're doing now. And it's kind of gotten to a point where we're so, you know, connected with each other and we balance each other out so well with like her being kind of the big picture, big idea person. And then me being um, like the anal retentive detailed person. <laughs> that I, am. Um, I think we're both anal retentive. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> In our own way. <laughs> that's so amazing that's like an absolutely amazing story and what better place for a, a, a company or a, an idea like this to start than in uh you know your own family passion and working with your best friend i mean i i can attest to working with your best friend being 
an amazing experience in working with Nate. Um, but I mean, what you guys are doing, it seems like it really hits home for both of you. Like it wasn't a question of, you know, is this a good idea? Is this something we should do? It, it was a no brainer. Oh, it was instantaneous. When she called me, it was uh, about seven months ago, and she told me about this idea that she was um, kind of working on with her other friend, Amy, and um, and I immediately was just like, we have to do this. Like, there's no option to not do it. Like, I can't see a future without this. So that's kind of mm. where, where it happened. Now, uh, in, in college, which is where I know you from originally, Amy, mm-hmm. you did you were there for journalism? Correct. Yeah, I studied journalism and ecology. Outstanding. And you <laughs> you did a lot of work with with video editing. You worked with professors, professionals. Correct. Yeah, I actually did. Um, my capstone project was a series of three short documentaries on organ donation, and so that's kind of where my experience comes from, as far as you know, um, what I'm what I'm, I'm doing here <laughs> and a capstone being the the proof the of everything that you've been doing in your entire college career culminating into one project correct and you did it on documentary about something that meant something to you exactly in a video style so basically this yeah, exact thing this is actually exactly what i wanted to do um when i got out of college and i really wasn't sure how um how to go about doing that mm-hmm. um and yeah, I mean, I ended up falling into a different career, and then this kind of fell on my lap, and mm. it's just been perfect. All, all of the best ideas and all of, like, pa- passion being what drives you, which clearly with you girls, that is the case, is always what's going to make success happen. It has to come from passion. It can't come from wanting money or from wanting fame. It, it, it needs to come from your heart, and that seems pretty obvious with you guys. Now, Angie, you have volunteered with uh at at nursing homes and things of that nature as well can you talk a little bit to that yeah um so i worked at the hearthstone um just volunteering for random events and um helping out in memory care and stuff like that and i have also worked in nursing homes like in in high school just as a general volunteer as well um but i also just have such an affinity for um older folks in general um I just love to hear their stories and to, to just capture all that, all that wisdom that they have. I just think I could listen to them forever. And so doing this is really just like the perfect thing for me because, um, I get so much out of it and they, and it's not just them like talking at me. It's like, I'm, I'm growing from every interaction too. Um, and it's just so interesting going back to the point of like, um, where this passion comes from is, it's so funny <laughs> to look back on like our childhood and be like, because when you become an adult, you kind of don't know where, what you want to do. And you kind of explore different options and you're like, maybe I'll go into this. This sounds interesting over here. And, and then <laughs> thinking back, it's so funny to think like, if you just look back at what you enjoyed as a kid, that's probably what you should do as an adult, right? Like it makes so much sense now. <laughs> that's that's huge. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> uh, so so in the in the process here, you know, outside of the company, I'm sure that you know you've been having conversations with 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 an older generation and learning so much, and now you've been able to actually put that down in in a way that's not just going to go away. That even at even outside of you can be remembered. 
um, and, uh, and articulated and these people are living on in that way, you must have some amazing interviews from some amazing people. Can you speak at all about some of the people that, that you've interviewed and some of the amazing stories that you guys have heard? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've had, <laughs> everyone has been incredible in its own way, but there's one particular story that really just, just exemplifies the power of it and like the importance of it. And so, um, it was a man named Tosh and, um, we, uh, okay, so I go to his room and it's him and his wife, Fumi, and he, uh, he has this, this, his life should be a movie actually. So he was born in the Seattle area, um, born Japanese American, but born in the U S and then, uh, was interned at the height of world war two and him and his whole family, his dad even went to jail, um, and while he was interned, he decided maybe to help my family um, to get free, I guess, was his, men was his mentality, was um, for him to volunteer for the Army, the people that actually put him in an internment camp. Um, and so he volunteers for the Army as a combat medic and goes over to Italy, um, and he is in combat, basically, and gets, gets injured, and... Um, so the person who replaces him within about two days is killed. And so he just barely survives that. And he, and he promises himself if he, if he survives war, that he will go to New York city. He's always wanted to go to New York city. That was his forever goal. And so he actually survives and he, he cannot believe it. And he's, he goes to New York city. He sees all the Broadway shows. He just has the time of his life. And there is where he meets Fumi the woman of his dreams and they write back and forth for years while he's in Seattle and she's in New York. And, um, eventually, uh, she, he flies her over to Seattle and, and they get married and they have this wonderful life in Seattle and they have all these kids and he finds the career of his dreams and as a biologist. And he, even after he retires, he, um, continues working like basically full time for 15 more years, um, because he loves it so much. And so, uh, then we capture his story and we do it, we do it in three different segments, which I highly recommend watching because each one is so captivating. And Amy oh, did thanks. a killer job <laughs> on editing them and adding all this really interesting B-roll and it's really, really powerful and moving. And so we finish, Amy finishes all three, um, all three episodes of, of Tosh's life. And uh, we finished the third one and two days later, uh, Tosh passes away in his sleep. And so that was just, oof, that was unreal. And so we, we, we share these videos with his family and like, and the, um, the priest who was gonna do his, who's doing his uh, memorial. And so I actually get to go to his memorial and the feature of the whole event was his final story where he reflects on love and life and family and how satisfied he is with his entire life and um, how he couldn't have asked for anything more. And he's done everything he ever wanted to do. And um, so to have him speak at his own memorial was extremely powerful and brought everyone to tears and was just happy tears because they get to hear from this incredible man. And so we, 
it, it ends and the family comes over comes over to me and is like, where did this come from? Why did this happen? Like, what is this? And I, they were so, so, so thankful. They said literally that was the best gift we could have ever received. Um, thank you so much. I don't know how to repay you. That was just such a treasure for us. And so I kept in touch with his granddaughter and still do. And she still tells me that she still watches the videos of Tosh whenever she misses him or just wants that little bit of inspiration from her grandfather. So um, that's when I realized it's bigger than just creating these cool, interesting documentaries, but it goes well, well beyond that. And will continue to have a legacy beyond even this generation. Yeah, I, I actually watched uh, at least two of those videos of his and his laughter was very, very infectious. We actually did um, a, a Tosh laugh reel because he had so many outbursts of laughter and it was like any time I heard him laugh, I also like at least chuckled a little bit. And so I half made it for myself because I was like, oh my gosh, like anytime I'm feeling down or anything, I'm just going to watch this video of Tosh laughing. Um, but we actually sent it to his family too. <laughs> and yeah, they loved it. <laughs> that's so that's so amazing. And even just Angie retelling a very brief overview of his story is so powerful. And then to hear the unfortunate events of him him passing shortly after what that must mean to that family like there there cannot be words there can that is invaluable purely and truly mm -hmm. i imagine that the the people being interviewed it must mean a lot to them as well uh, have you had any any feedback on that yeah so uh at first actually to be honest when i when we tell them about the videos they that we want to film them i think they get a little uncomfortable or confused or like i don't understand why you want to why do you want a video on me? I don't have a story to tell. Like, I don't know. And um, all of them are so humble. They just don't think that they, they have anything to say. And so um, getting over that, that hump is hard. But, but once we actually get there with the equipment and we have, well, before that, we even do a little pre-interview discussion to kind of like get to know each other and answer any questions and get some topic ideas. And so that kind of alleviates a little bit of the pressure, but then, um, we get there with the equipment and once they start talking and forget about the camera, like I just, they get so into it and they just won't stop talking. They're just like, Oh my gosh. And this story and that story and this. And, and in the end, they just are so thankful that someone mm -hmm. just wanted to listen to their story and cared so deeply about what they were saying. And I think at that point is when it really registers with them and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool to have. And I mean, just the response when they get to watch the video. I mean, sometimes they're like, oh my God, is that what I look like? <laughs> but don't we all do that? <laughs> I, I feel like that would be one of the one of the biggest things that if I was like, I definitely want to do this for my grandparents. And I feel like one of the biggest things that would be hard for me when pitching this to them, when asking them if they'd be interested is that they would be humble and they would say, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's something I would like. And... But it sounds like, you know, having having a professional come in, especially if, if you're there um, or at very least you're helping coach about what to ask, how to ask and and the general process. It sounds like you kind of have that down um, and mm -hmm. it sounds like you've talked to a lot of people and it's really mm -hmm. helped you hone those skills in. Right. Yeah, for sure. And um and if people are interested in doing it themselves or they're like, wait, but my I'm really tight with my mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, like I want to do this interview. And 
you can totally do that. And we have another option for people that prefer that instead of having us come in. It's called a remote option. Um, and you can do it from anywhere and we send you a little interview kit and, um, but yeah, no, we, it's, it's interesting pitching it to someone. I think that that might be a hurdle that some people have to, um, overcome and we can, we're, we're going to coach on that and create a little tutorial video on how to have that conversation. Um, but really it's just about honoring them. So really just proposing it as like you, Hey, Grandma Jean, you have the coolest stories. You're awesome. I love you. I really just want to capture those stories because I want to hear them forever. And um, I would love it if I could honor you by, you know, filming it. And just something pretty simple that's kind of a gift to them. And you recognize how amazing they are and how important they are in your life. Yeah, I'll say too, um, because I wanted to do it for my grandparents, obviously. Um, And so they actually took quite a bit of convincing. I mean, they definitely um, love me and want to support me in my business, but um, they also, I think, are a little camera shy. Um, And so I finally convinced them. And then afterwards, they were so happy they did it. And um, I think it's almost therapeutic in a way because – like they were saying that um, with the questions that I was asking, they didn't even realize how much they actually remembered. They were like, "Oh my gosh, I had I hadn't thought about that thunderstorm in nineteen, you know, fifty four and so long, <laughs> and I, I didn't even know it was in my brain." Um, but a lot of the information um, that you kind of collect over the years does stay in your brain and whether you realize it or not. And it's, so it was kind of cool for them to be able to um, remember those things. It's very interesting for like me thinking about this because like there's so many people out there and from our point of view, they're just people, but every person has a story and don't have a story, but they probably have like a very interesting story. Like there's all these facets to the life that, just kind of pop out of nowhere and to really get talking to them. We're like, really? That happened? That happened? It's, it's crazy to think about. And on top of that, the lessons that they must have to teach us outside of just telling their story must be huge. Yeah, that's actually a, a big part of why, um, why we're doing what we're doing. And part of the passion behind it is um, we feel that it's just so important to um, have kind of intergenerational um, communities in our society. And I feel like, and we feel like um, we can really benefit from that and the passing on from stories from generation to generation. Um, That's something that's kind of uh, lost in our society right now, I think, Um, uh, especially with Google. If you ever have a question, you can just type it in and get the answer in instantaneously. Um, but with our grandparents' generation, uh, they have lessons for us that we can't Google and that we don't even know are there until we talk to them. And so um, that's one thing that we're really pushing to do is to like help facilitate that passing on of stories from generation to generation within families, but then also um, kind of in general too, like throughout the world, we have this um, one facet of our business called short stories where we take um, different parts of the interview that might be historically or socially relevant in the world. um, And we ask the client to sign off on them. And then we can make a one to two minute video to post on our website. 
And that's where we kind of have like a living history archive. And yeah, that's something that we're hoping to continue to build out, um, to continue to pass on these incredible stories that these people have. I know on the website, you guys have some of the full documentaries, um, such as Tosh's, um, but you're saying that you also have some one to two minute clips that might be that are relevant to specific topics. Yeah, so actually, we don't have any full um, documentaries. Tosh's is an exception to the rule, I would say, um, because he, um, well, his story kind of naturally fell into three segments, and that was actually before we put a one-to-two-minute cap on um, on the videos because we realized that that's kind of more mm-hmm. along the lines of what people wanted to listen to. On the promotional videos. Not on the documentary itself. Oh, right? correct. Yeah, okay. yeah. For the client's video, it's usually 20 to 30 minutes. But on these videos that we post online, um, they're now one to two minutes long. But yeah, back, um, Tosh was one of our first clients. And so I think his ran around seven minutes. But yeah, so that's where that's where they all live. And we hope to continue to grow that and um, to share that with the world. So if people want to see a snippet of, of what you guys have done, seeing Tosha's story and some of these other um, other videos that were made, it'll only take them about a minute or two per, per video and they can get kind of a, an idea of some of the things that they might be able to expect. Yeah, definitely. It's a great example of what we do. Um, I, I would say the longer um, documentaries that we give to the clients definitely um, run to be more personal. There's a lot more family stories in there. Um, but in general, if you want to get a sense of the format um, that we use, uh, yeah, online, uh, those little those little clips are great. I'll add that they have a very nice website, very easy to navigate. Very easy to find everything you could look for with that website. That is all, Angie. Props to you, girl. <laughs> and the, the, the link to that website will be in the description of this episode. Um, and they'll also be, we'll, we'll host that on our uh, Facebook as well. So the final product is 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, how long is the interview process? Angie, you can take oh, that so one. That, um, that is about 90 minutes to two hours, depending. Um, we kind of keep it free flowing a little bit. Um, there's a good story. We want to keep it going. Uh, that's typically sort of the cap. And that's the same for the remote option too. If you're going to film it yourself, um, we ask that footage be about two hours max too. Um, but then we do a little for the professional option. We do a little 15 minute phone call before, and then the interview for about two hours. And then, and then you just wait for the final cut. So uh, could you could you walk me through what the process is? Let's say that I, I decided I wanted to, to use you guys as service and I'm in let's let's start with I'm in the Seattle area. I want to use I want you to come and be the one to 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 present this to um, to a loved one uh, and to, to handle mm-hmm. pretty much everything. Uh, what, would, okay. what would the process yeah. be? Sure. So we try and make it as easy as possible. Um, so we have a little intake form on our website, like a sign-up form that you can fill out, um, and it submits right to us, and we get back to you um, to set up a time for a brief call, intro call. Um, you can also just straight email us, and we can take it from there and do the intake form over email. Um, and that just gives us kind of a general guide for, like, some topic ideas and 
names and contact information and stuff like that. It's pretty quick. And then um, set up a 15-minute call. And then from there, we set up the time for the interview where I will come with all the stuff. And um, you don't have to do anything except help me find a time that works. And then um, we set up the space and find where we want to situate ourselves and set up the lighting and all that, do the interview. Um, and then it takes for the professional option four to six weeks for the final product. Um, we also leave an envelope uh, with the client to provide us with photos that would be relevant to the story. And so um, those are then shipped to us or we pick them up um, from you. And those are also included in the, in the final video. And so that's kind of the final piece that we request because it really adds a lot. And then we can also um, create a little photo slideshow as another chapter on the DVD with all the photos that you do send us. So it's sort of like digitizing those precious photos that you send us. Once somebody's made a decision that they want to want to go forward and, and have you um, help them make this this amazing creation, um, it's you you talk to the the client over the phone for 15 minutes or so and then mm -hmm. pick a day come film edit and then they get their product um within within six six to eight weeks um that's that's actually really quick for for a production um so that's that's really impressive actually oh cool thank Thanks. you <laughs> yeah that pretty much that pretty much nailed it yeah and it sounds really simple too i i like the the pre-interview uh, where you get a chance mm -hmm. to kind of break the ice over the phone and talk to them before you come in with all of this professional equipment, lights and cameras and, mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But... That would be intimidating <laughs> off the bat. Like, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm going to shine a light in your face. <laughs> so, so this final, the final product, is it a, uh, just a video of, uh, you and the, the person, uh, the client talking back and forth for, for 30 minutes? Yeah, we don't, I'm not included in the video. Like, no, it's just them talking. So um, we kind of prep them on how to answer questions, but it's really, we can work with it however, however it happens. It's one cut. So we work with it and we make it sound as, as nice as possible. And I'm not in it. You don't know I'm, I'm there necessarily. So yeah, Angie does yeah. a really good job too at kind of pulling the story out of people, the way she phrases her questions. And so I think on her end, she does kind of some of the, this making of the story uh, for the person and pulling out the story from them. Um, and then from my end, I usually just take the raw footage and then see what comes of it and we don't have a um, like defined um, mold or anything for for each person we kind of just see what comes out of it and then um, pull the story from there I love that because it's not you guys trying to make them fit into a mold it's you guys creating something based off of who they are as a person exactly and that makes it so personable and uh, and, and such an amazing final product yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of beauty in kind of the off the cuff sort of thing. Like that's an honest, authentic conversation. Like I'm really just getting to know them essentially. And, um, and we try and I try and make them as comfortable as possible and to try and forget about the camera and not worry about anything except just sharing their story. So, yeah. Standing. I, I, I can't say it enough. I love what you guys are doing for sure. <laughs> 
Thank um, you. Now, you're based in Seattle, so if they want the professional option, they have to be in or around Seattle within a, a reasonable distance. Um, and, of course, we record from, from New Hampshire. So talk to me about what options I have. Yeah, sure. So I'll take that one. Um, so we actually have a couple of different options for people outside of Seattle. The first option is uh, what Angie mentioned, which is our remote option. And to get a little bit more into details about that, um, what we do is we'll send a package to the client, um, which is typically someone in our generation or our parents' generation, and it'll include um, a camera phone, a, which is usually like a refurbished iPhone or Samsung, um, and a tripod and a lavalier microphone, as well as an instructions manual. Um, and so we send that out, and basically all the client needs to worry about is setting up a time with Grammy or Grandpa or Mom and Dad, and uh, you just follow the directions that we've outlined and um, sit down and have a conversation with your loved one, um, ship back all of the um, items, and then we edit your video from there. So you've taken all of the guesswork out of production and made it extremely simple. You send me a package. I, I use the camera and the tripod and the mic. Um, all of them have straightforward directions. And you even are, from what I understand, you guys are available for um, any consultation that might be necessary. How do I start this mm -hmm. conversation? Or Oh, definitely. In the instructions manual, we actually have a list of questions that are good to start with to kind of get the conversation rolling. Um, a lot of times um, people might start with that, but then, you know, the conversation might meander different ways and um, they kind of do their own thing. But yeah, we, we definitely try to make it as turnkey, ready to go as possible um, to kind of cut down on any stress on the client's end. And then you guys do all of the editing yes. uh, when everything's sent back. Yeah. Wow, that's that's outstanding. So it takes basically you're just having a conversation um, or, or in this case, I would be having just a conversation with my grandparents and the creation would be something that lives forever. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Angie, were you going to say something? Oh, no, we, we also um, will provide support. Like we'll know when you're going to do the interview and so we'll be there um, if you need to call right. us or text us or ask us if the setup looks right or whatever it is. So right. yeah, we'll provide that as well. Yeah, and, and so then we also have um, the second um, option for people outside of Seattle, or people in Seattle too, I guess, um, which is a kind of DIY option where you can go to our website and download um, instructions on how to do everything um, A to Z, and you can just do it yourself. Oh, wow. So yeah. so if people just want, are like, I love this idea. I don't really know where to start, but I know I could do it myself. You yeah. guys give them exactly what to do on their own. Right. Yeah. Or if they don't have the funds for it or yeah, or exactly if they um, just, you know, would rather do it themselves. Uh, I think the important part is, you know, the passing on of those stories. So that's kind of what, what we, you know, really work to facilitate doing. Mm. So to have, to have a production like this and to have somebody who's a professional editor come in and somebody who's uh and a pair of people who this is what they do that sounds like something that honestly i i wouldn't really be able to afford we're probably talking about like a couple thousand dollars right no actually uh we currently are charging 
450, right? And <laughs> yep, 450 for the professional and 250 for the remote option. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, wait, wait, yeah. wait. For $450, if I'm in the Seattle area, you'll come to my grandparents' house, interview them, take all of the footage, edit it, and give me both a digital version and a DVD <sighs> copy that I can give to my children. Yeah, it sounds too good, right? There's no catch, <laughs> but. Actually, the catch is that you should get in now because the rates are not going to stay that low yeah. um, <laughs> as our business grows. So, um, yeah, now's the time to do it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's extremely affordable at this rate right and, now. And so. did you say $250 if they want to just do the video recording and questions themselves? You'll, like, you'll send mm -hmm. them all of the equipment, do all of the editing, and they'll still get an amazing final product? That's yes, right. that Correct. is like I that blows my mind to be honest with you. Um, so so they can they can see uh, some examples of what you've done on your website. Uh, where else can they mm -hmm. find you? Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and they should just be looking for Life Capsule. Life Capsule Productions, I think, is what we have it on, right? Yep, and then our website is lifecapsulepro.com. Okay, yeah. and obviously we'll we'll have links for all of that stuff in the description. Um, make it as easy as possible for for people to find you. Um, and any any listeners out there who are, who are thinking about this, who might be interested, capitalize. Now's the time. Uh, get on board. The, what these girls are doing is amazing. The final product mm -hmm. is outstanding, and there's really no way to put a value to to capturing the essence of your loved one forever. Like that's that's the that's what really hits home with me is that like I know that being able to 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 have my grandparents stories i remember my grandfather had some of the best stories about how he used to um defend people back in in his high school days and one time he almost fell and killed himself on a pitchfork like oh and all these amazing <laughs> stories and I, I i don't have any kids right now but when i do i want to be able to give them that and that this is such a unique opportunity to do something. Yeah, I find it's cool to even think about it in the shoes of someone like my my great-grandchildren, like being able to get to know their great-great-great-grandmother. Like I just think that that is so cool and, you know, mm. such a huge reason to continue on with this project. My grandfather talks about uh, his his parents all the time, but if I was able to see them and actually hear their stories, that I can't even I'm at, like that would mean so much to me. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, it kind of gives you kind of build up your identity, right? And like you kind of understand where you're where you came from when you yeah. get to hear the voices of people before you. Yeah, Abs absolutely, and that obviously they have um, they have stories and they have lessons that are valuable to everybody, um, let alone your own family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now I'm now I'm going to ask the tough question. Um, all of my all of our listeners here, uh, I'm sure they're at very least interested in in what's going on. What sort of a special deal are you going to offer my listeners? <laughs> um, um, yeah, so <laughs> I'll take uh, it. Nothing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to offer um, ten percent to anyone who mentions your podcast. Ten, holy. Okay. This is un, like, <laughs> unbelievable, guys. Yeah, believe, believe it. If, if there it's is, happening. If there is ever a time to jump on, to jump on something, uh, if you're interested at all, at very least, reach out to the girls um, and, and ask questions. Um, and, and 
and share this podcast yeah um, with your friends <laughs> because then they can get the deal and it helps your is amazing venture as well because this podcast is incredible and should have a giant listenership <laughs> thanks <laughs> well thank you very much um so i think a good note to end on would be actually t talking about or kind of telling a story or a life lesson from a older person in our lives or that we've seen or maybe even you guys have interviewed so uh amy you want to start with a story one person that we interviewed she said something that really stuck with me um and that was it's easier to regret what you have done than what you haven't done so just do it and regret it later and that really stuck with me in the moment especially um because uh well she was one of the first people that we interviewed and we so we were obviously very very early on in this whole process and me and Angie were kind of struggling on like, who do we tell about this? Or do we tell anyone about this? Like, what if they steal our idea? Or like, we were just really um, unsure about, you know, what to do, or like, how far do we dive into this? And um, then I heard that towards the end of her interview. And I was like, Oh, thanks, Martha. Like, I, I will just do it and regret it later. Like, you can't. Yeah, yeah you can't. Like, sometimes you just have to dive in and do it and mm -hmm. so far i have not regretted it so mm -hmm. yeah that's outstanding <laughs> nate you posed the question is it, was there something that came to your mind that pertained to that yeah well it's a story my uh grandfather told me a while ago and i wasn't too close to my grandfather you know i, I knew him we kind of talked every once in a while but this is like the one story he told me where it kind of stuck with me and he, he was telling me about how there was a bully at school when he was younger and this boy was huge and like he always just beat up on people like this is you know back in the day where boys could do that and he was beating up on his uh, you know group of friends and uh they could never beat him you know they always tried to like you know resist and kind of fight back against him but never worked and then one day my grandma my grandfather came up with a great idea he's like you know he's tall and everything but he's got a weak base if we attack the legs we can topple him <laughs> <laughs> and so the next time this boy kind of beat up on them, they just kind of knocked him over with the legs. Like, you know, one person got behind and the other pushed and everything. And they never had that boy problem anymore. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a lesson to so you So the kids, lesson no? you learned was to tackle low. <laughs> no problem Shoot is too low. big to overcome with others. There you go. <laughs> we're we're nice. generally asleep. <laughs> It's like your one life lesson. That's big good. people are top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have a problem, like a you know, a problem, you know, you gotta you gotta attack it strategically. You know, you gotta think about it and kind of you know handle it with maybe cooperation or you know just kind of find a weak point and you know, do it that way. There you go. That's a good one. You're like, don't sugarcoat things. Like to tackle them at the foundation, maybe Ooh. like something like that. Well stated. Know. That that's what I was going for. What better? <laughs> now, Angie, do you happen oh, to have okay. a life lesson story? Yeah, it's not someone we interviewed uh, recently, but it was actually my grandmother, because um, she's sort of the person that has spearheaded this. Honestly, I think. Um, oh, and so let me just tell a little story about how I know that she's kind of our guide on this whole journey. Um, she, and among many things. Whew, let me start that sentence over. Um, 
<laughs> there have been many moments, like serendipitous moments, and I feel like she's kind of been there. And uh, one, when I just started out with this idea and I was just Google searching, I literally Google searched uh, documentary films for seniors. Like that was it into Google search. And then the second um, result, I clicked on it. And I opened the page and I scroll a little bit down and there's my grandmother's face <laughs> on the page. I was like, I just like died. I didn't know what happened. I was like, wait, my grandma never had a computer has never, I don't know that she's ever in any film. Like, why is she on the internet? Why am I looking at her face? Like she's not even alive anymore. Like so many questions. <laughs> and, uh, I, it was like, oh my God, hey, Grammy, like you're definitely a supporter of this. She was actually do in a documentary about senior wisdom um, back in New England, and none of our family members knew about it. And so I shared this really cool video, actually. And um, and so that's when I knew that she was like, she was like, girls, you need to do this. Like, this is important, and I'm giving you my support. Yeah, she she supported us through a lot of our mm -hmm. projects. I feel like she was like <laughs> yeah. such a driving force in our childhood, and totally judging us for being such weirdos. But <laughs> yeah, no, she probably thought we were two of the strangest <laughs> yes. children. But but she like yeah, supported us anyway. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, and so my takeaway from her and her, <laughs> my life lesson from her is because she was a very spiritual woman was, um, and this is actually kind of our family motto now, like our whole family, we made all these signs and like we put like pieces of Grammy's wisdom around. Um, and the, the quote that we use from her is just love. And as cheesy as it sounds, it's actually super powerful because I think it alleviates a lot of stress and animosity and hatred in the world. And especially in a time like today, if you can just strip everything away and just focus on how we're all human and we're all on this journey together and we're all trying to just get by and just, if we can just love one another and see each other for at just that, um, just that sense, then I think we'll all be happier and have a, a better journey together. That's, that's so concise and, and really a beautiful sentiment in general. I think it, that's something that everybody should, should hear. Now, Steve, we're looking at you now. Oh, God, pressure's the pressure's on. on. Yeah. I mean, that was a beautiful, riveting story. <laughs> now, you have to top that. Or at least magic. All right. Well, usually I talk about dicks, so I'll try and avoid that this time. Um, the, oh, wow, this is, I feel like a, you that was a really should bad talk segment. about dicks. You should end it on a lighthearted note. <laughs> that was the worst segue. Tell I've a joke. Heard. What's your like? So my joke late or grandmother. Something, right? <laughs> so my. Um. So the the last conversation I ever had with uh, with my mom's mom, my my grandmother, um, we were talking about angels, and she was saying how she believes in angels. And I was kind of questioning that because I was I was very interested in that. That seems um, seems a bit uh, a bit out there uh, to me. But she, and I said, you know, have you have you ever seen an angel? What makes? And she said, no, I've never seen one myself, but I know people who have. And I asked her like, what makes you believe in in angels if you've never seen them? Like that seems seems kind of ridiculous. And she said, well, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there if you can feel it then 
it has a profound impact on you and that makes it exist. And to me that, that just like hit home and it's held, it's held with me ever since on just a, a, a deep down like level. Wow. wow. That is powerful. Nice. Definitely better than a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Both have their place. Well, sometimes I have really good dick jokes. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I want to, on that note, uh, I want to, I want to thank you guys for coming on uh, and for, for the service that, that you guys provide. Um, I think that it's, it's revolutionary and I think that uh, it has a lot to offer not just people, um, but society as a whole on, on a much bigger level. And I really look forward to uh, seeing you guys keep moving forward with this and, and changing lives. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you guys for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, it's been really fun talking to you guys. And thank you so much for your support and everything. It's, yeah, it's a cool conversation to have. So mm. thank you. And something I want to put out there. Seniors? We need to talk. Did you love the episode? Give us a rating on iTunes. Also, follow us at Twitter at WNTT1 or Facebook at We Need to Talk Show. We have a Patreon which you can donate to. That'd be very, very lovely. And you'll just get in touch with us. Tell us what you think, the episode, and so on and so forth. Also, be sure to visit our friends here, webcapsulepro.com, and also the TBC Network. We need to talk.